Radio Frontier. It's Rangers Daft, your weekly look from football daft at everything Rangers. Apologies for the lack of Rangers Daft last week, but it was because the man that is with me has been playing Bobina in the pavilion. Bobina! Is it Bobina? Bobina. For Bobina. Um, But Ah. he's been playing Bobina uh, in the pavilion theatre in Glasgow. Um, How's it been going so far, Stephen? It's been very, aye, it's been enjoyable. It's been good. It's been good, good fun. Uh, myself and Gradina have been having good fun. Uh, aye, enjoyed it. Good. Uh, actual, the opening night was on Friday last week, so it was quite, it was a wee bit emotional just to be back in front of a live audience and all that again. Back treading the boards. Yep, aye. Because uh, obviously that's the first time we've been in front of an audience since... The panto of 2019, so aye, it was it was quite a wee bit emotional, a wee bit goosebumps. I mean, but yeah, 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 aye, yeah. it's been good. It's been good. Are you and Grado sharing a dressing room? We we usually do, but we can't because we're the ugly sisters. There's too many. The costumes are too big. There's too many costumes. You've got about a million costume changes. So if you put all the costumes in the one dressing room, right. you would not be able to swing a cat. So you sharing a dressing room with? Just myself, mate. Oh, you call a big man, eh? A big star yeah. on the door. Fredo's got his in as well, because we've, we've, we've got too many costumes. So you two need big to... stars of the panel, they've got their own dressing rooms. The good news for you, Stephen, is you don't have to see Grado's well, eh? and he won't, you won't get into a fight with him. Well, exactly, exactly. Oh, when, he, when, he, when he messes up the room and gets all grumpy and I start moaning, he just ah. runs up, maybe he's Bobby out, and it's no nice. The podcast may survive panto season, and that is good news. That yes. is good news. Yes. Uh, so we missed Ranger staff last week. Apologies for that. Like I say, the boys were in, deep in panto rehearsals. But we're back, um, and we've not really had the chance really to kind of assess what we are calling the Geo Revolution, or we think the GVBX, the aye, Giovanni aye. Van Bronckhurst experience. Exactly. We'll say, like, obviously you're saying off air there, we'll talk, like, George Bowie is the most, the second most famous Geo in Scotland now. Uh, he was, he was, he was so. fucking raging about that, by the way. <laughs> like, uh, I obviously worked beside George on the breakfast in the morning, and when uh, Gio came back to Rangers, he's now the most second famous uh, Gio in Glasgow, so he's absolutely raging. And are you still on the, the part of the GVBX, you know? GVB, GVBX, I like that, GVBX. There you go. What have you made of it so far? So <clears> we've had, we've kind of missed out, we've not had the chance to talk about, we've had Levy, which was his first league game. Did we, did we talk about Sparta? We didn't talk about Sparta. Yeah, uh, because the last time I was on, it was me and Stevie Clifford, and it was the... Yeah, it was a press conference. Stevie Clifford did say, Sparta, Levy, Hibs, and Dundee, he did say we will win all four of those games. And that, yeah. Because have he takes me. What's, what's impressed you the most? What have, what you've right. seen so far, Stephen? What is impre- what's been the big change? What do you, th- you think? The, 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 biggest, the biggest thing I've noticed is we're no longer a flat three in the middle. I like how you've kind of got one sitting, like Davis or Kamara, and you allow Arfield and Aribo just to roam and they, I seen a Rebo talking the other day saying he what he's he's been told to be, just create havoc and that's what it looks like. It looks like teams can't pick up these runners for the middle of the park. And you seen it the first goal against Livy. It was just a beautiful run for Arfield. And 
towards the end of Gerard's tenure, it was just so flat. It was so flat. But now you're seeing the midfield now seems to be quite interchanging with the front three. It's getting closer to the the striker. Midfielders are getting closer to the striker and getting closer to Morelos. And it we just look more a threat going forward. And obviously the the remit to Geo when he took the job would just be kept just come in and try and steady the ship a wee bit and make us harder to be better organized. And we've beat Sparta Prague, we've qualified for the latter stages of Europa again. We've went to Levy, we've went to Easter Road, we've beat Dundee, Ibrook. So you can't we've only conceded one goal. So I mean, before that, we were conceding first every fucking time we yeah, played football. Yeah. So I mean, that has uh, been a big difference. See, out of four queen sheets um, with Bassett centre half as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, do you think there's been a, a difference in the fullbacks? Even they've been like suppressed they've been a bit more. Sit, they've been yeah. told to sit back a bit more. I think. Do you know what I mean? They've been a bit more defensive, more. Than Aye, and I think you've seen a massive change in Bomber. He's looking yeah. more defensively sound. We're not as gung ho for fullback positions again. We're actually letting the midfielders do many of the attacking, and the fullbacks are being restricted a wee bit more. And I think it has made us more compact. And I mean, hats off to Big Bassey as well, man. He's been he's been playing well. He's been put in there. He's a left back playing centre half. Obviously, I think there is talk that he did play centre half as well. Yeah. But ah, you can't can't complain. But I've actually got butterflies in my stomach. Hanging about Sunday. Well, we'll get on to that a bit Aye. later. Have you seen a big difference in Morelos? I, I have. He's obviously he's been getting. He's had a few goals as well, a couple of goals. Uh, I he's he looks like his attitude looks a bit more. He looks a bit more up for it. He looks a bit more interested. Uh, maybe I think he's, there's still more that can come for him. Uh, but obviously, he got his goal at the weekend. Unlucky with another one with the heater as well. Uh, I I think we've seen a big change in everybody. To be honest, I think yeah. it's just it looks like what I kind of hoped when Gerard went was the players weren't too upset about it, <clears throat> and it looks like the team is thriving under a new kind of setup. So long may it continue because we have absolutely colossal, massive, humongous fixtures coming up. Well, that's right. Um, so let's get into the Dundee game at the weekend. Um, obviously, you were treading the board, so didn't get to see much of it apart from the highlights. Mm-hmm. Uh, two changes from um, Rangers in that from the Hibs game. Scott Arfield and Sakala coming in for Davis and Kent, who were dropped out altogether. Can we read anything <clears throat> into that, or is that just a, a squad rotation? Because as far as I'm aware, they weren't injured. Was Davis dropped out altogether, I? Yeah. He looked Davis, to be fair... <laughs> He looked a bit off it at Easter Road. Uh, he didn't look himself in the game in midweek. Uh, Kent, just back to injury. He was out for a good wee while there. He's just back. So I don't know, maybe if you're looking at Dundee, we, all due respect to Dundee, we should be taking care of any Dundee side that comes to Ibrox. Uh, so maybe it is a good, just a good use of rotation. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, I think Van Bronckhorst would maybe be looking at that game going, right, if we can give the likes of Kent a rest all together, you've got other players that can come on for the bench against Dundee because we should be taking care of Dundee, to be fair. And if you've I seen, they had one chance, we bit a mix-up at the back. But apart from that, it was three, you know, and bloody 12, but it looks it. 
Yeah, I mean, Sakala uh, talked about him. He came into the team playing wide left. Mm-hmm. Very unlucky. Tested the keeper on a, a couple of occasions. Always likes the looks of Sakala because he plays with a big smile on his face. And I love that in a footballer. Love that. Brilliant. Even the game, was it the Livingston game? When he came off, uh, the, when he came off the bench. And everyone, off the bench the song. everybody was singing his name, uh, singing that Zambia song. And he's, you could see him before the kimono. He just kept, he was just laughing and smiling. He does. He just looks like he's just so happy to be alive. <laughs> he just looks, he looks so happy, man. I mean, it's it's helping his football as well. I thought he played really well out in that kind of wide left. Right? Do you think he's better out there than going through the middle? I think so. I I think because I think obviously he's one of the players. Is he going to be able to lead the line? I don't know. He'll try his heart out, and he has he has played there before and played somebody else. But I think if you've got him kind of cutting in for the left or going direct to the touchline and you have got Morelos on his game as well and maybe add Kent to that as well. You've got a good kind of mixture there, do you know what I mean? And Haji, Aribo coming for deep and Arfield. Ah, it's, it's, it, it's looking promising up top there. Yeah, um, talking to Haji there, um, before he's got the goal, uh, penalty, you should have had that against Charlie Adam when he, he tripped him. Aye, aye, yeah. aye. Uh, are you going to say no again? No, I'm not going to say no because I believe it. I, I thought that was a penalty. I thought that was a penalty. I, I think it was probably a penalty in the one we go. He's a road. It was. Uh, yeah, I would say that let's, as well. Let's talk about that, John. <laughs> I backtracked a wee bit on that. If you, aye, did, aye, if you didn't aye. hear football daft last week, I was. I like, heard, I heard some of it, but I had to. I get called. I got my half hour call and had to get my makeup. Yeah, on. yeah. You, you and pulled my pants down on that one for all the podcast where he was there. Typical <laughs> you and came in, took charge of the whole thing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, penalty probably should have got off, but he got off the the goal he deserved. Um, Aribo, what you say. He's a big handful to deal with, you know what I mean? One of these like big, t- he's he kind of like and a bit like Rogic is for Celtic, big lanky lad, good feet, aye, just flatters boys off the off the ball, you know. And I, I, he's young still, and he'll still aye. grow into himself as well. But he's a right handful, eh? He's he, he's another one. I go, he's unplayable on his day, and I don't even think you could get the ball off him in a phone box. Honestly, he looks like he could just keep holding the ball all day, but. Again, I still think there's meant to come. I yeah. still think there's meant to come for him. He's probably one of the most informed players in the country, you know, one of your best players. Uh, I think him and Arfield especially look to be thriving under Gio's new kind of set-up. Uh, Arfield looks like he's been given a new lease of life also. Aribo, aye. So, aye, I'm really... I've always been a fan of Aribo. I like him, man. I've always thought he's a deep right-handed player. And technically, he looks sublime at times, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, could you argue he's best player in Scotland this year? I mean, it'd be... you could. Aye, if he keeps going the way he's gone, he's got to be up there for player of the season. Obviously, it would definitely be him with Furuhashi. I think at this point, there's there's certain. I was going to say there's certain people on the main podcast who would probably disagree with me and say there's another two better than him, but we'll not go there. Know what I mean, yeah. Um... I mean, you were battering on the door, the big keeper, who I was actually really impressed by, Adam Legston, um, and then the Dundee uh, sticks. Aye. He had a good game. He had a very good game. He had a very good game. Nothing he could do with the own goal, really. No. Um, I love it. Love an own goal. I, I don't know why. Everybody loves an own goal. Eh? What will happen was... to Danny Baker's own goals and gaffes? Bring that back. <laughs> used to get that every Christmas, you know? What was your boy at? 
the boy Sweeney, it was Sweeney, wasn't it? I scored the own goal for Dundee. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you'd be hoping it was Lee Griffiths that scored the, the own goal. Should he have been off, Lee Griffiths? Oh, mate. What a shouts out there, oh. Brent. Should have been mocking. He's, he, right. <sighs> yeah, he's, put, he's put his can of juice down, everyone. It's getting serious. Where, where do I start with this guy, right? right no, no. First and foremost, right, I said this to Gredo all day. See, every time we played Celtic, he's somebody you would fear. Right, yeah, he's there's no getting away from the fact he was a very, very good player, right? But what an absolute fall from grace, man! Honestly, that guy, all he's interested in is our fans noising up the fans, trying to get a reaction, trying to snap players. And I don't even want to waste a lot of time talking about him because I'm not his biggest fan, as you can imagine. but what a fall from grace and it it it's pathetic it, it's it's embarrassing because what that guy's got and what he had and where he was for Celtic you go Rogers Lennon bloody post the lot the, the, of them they can't all be rang you know what I mean yeah, he can't help it. He looks. I mean, he does look a bit out of shape. You know, just sitting from a neutral point of view. You go, Aye. Jesus, Aye, it's, and what a what a player on his day as well. What know, a player he was. Know, uh, but no, nah, the less said about him, the better, mate. Honestly, it's like he's 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 not interested, man. Yeah, well, I know. Talk leads us nicely on to Big Morelos, um, a player that. You know, for we've been very, you've been very critical this season of very critical. Uh, in fact, I think he's picked up more Rangers dafties than any other player this season. Aye. But um, did well for his goal. That's I guess the Morelos you're looking for. Just that battering ram, ramming his way through defenders and things. Aye, that's that that things like that were gone for his, is that's all been gone for his game. You could even argue quite a chunk of last season as well, where you go. That leading the line, all action, taking on two centre halves himself and ragdolling them, that's been gone for his game. I mean, you see his goal, that was all down to sheer determination and strength and a willingness to get on the, to, just to get through the two defenders. And you go, that's what, see if he just goes back to that kind of back to basics, a leading the line, just dragging centre halves out of position, man. If he can go back to that, dragging centre halves out of position, God knows how many goals he'll score per game because. We've got that many players going forward now, do you know what I mean? And you've got Ryan Kent, who, against Hibs at Easter Road, again, just commits Porteous, and then you get a penalty, stuff like that. These players just committing players, man. You just, that's what you want. Do you think there's more of an attacking emphasis on the side now, Steve? Because I'm just looking at the stats here. There's 26 shots from Rangers, which I don't think we've seen that this season, really. See no. a lot of people saying that was Rangers' best performance, you know, because mm-hmm. it does seem that they're taking the game by the scruff of the neck and, and going at teams rather than sitting back. Aye, I, I mean, you're going, like like I said, it was like, under Gerard, you, you could almost pick a team in the system when Gerard was there towards the end of his time there, right? You'd always go 4 3 3, a kind of flat three in the middle. No, it's more like a kind of 4 2 3 one where you're going, you've got two kind of roaming in the middle. Usually just one sitting in the middle, another one goes and joins, and then you've got the two wide players as well, and one just behind the forward. So I definitely think it, we look more dynamic going forward. We look more, more of a threat. And what Aribo said after the game, you're going, he's been told to just go and cause carnage. And you're like, he, somebody like him would thrive on that. Because it's almost as if you're going, he, he, he's wanting the ball all the time. Do you know what I mean? Then you've got 
you bring Hadji into the mix, you bring Kent, Morelos, Sakara, Arfield, it's all very offensive-minded players. Yeah. It's- Even the Livingston game, you go, right, it was maybe a weird one. Some people were going, that's a bit strange to see Arfield playing next to Kamara as opposed to Davis playing. But you go, we're doing that to be quite aggressive and you've seen what you get for it. You, you see Arfield running for deep. No, you didn't see any of the midfield three getting beyond under yeah. Gerrard towards the end of his time. We were all That's just, Arfield's game. I mean, that is Arfield's game. It is. Aye, definitely. And you see that, that first goal, you see Tav go at the ball, Arfield just runs for deep and gets on the end of it. And that's... Again, you're going, maybe he's one of the two that's meant to be in there and give the defence a bit of protection, but he's also got licence to go beyond. I mean, Rangers don't need that, certainly at Ibrox. You don't need two at Ibrox against Dundee, no. You don't need to, absolutely no way you need that, because teams are just going to sit in against you. You To to, to break down teams, you need that extra bit. Um, After the game, uh, GVB, or GVBX as we're calling them, uh, we were (laughs) controlled, which is what you want to do. Do when you play at home, we created a lot of chances and did not give away any chances really. Uh, we worked hard to get the passing game up at speed, especially against opponents who are organised and defended really well. You could see that the more minutes we played, the more space we got, and we also changed the direction of play quickly and dominated those areas. So, yeah, it's just been very. I mean, you can't argue with the job that Giovanni Van Brockers has done since he's come in. It's, no. Um, it's inter- interesting, but well, look, I mean, what was it? Was what was it against Sparta? Two 0 against Sparta Prague, wasn't it? Two uh-huh. 0 Sparta Prague, three one Livingston, one 0 Hibs, three 0 Dundee. So, aye, it's been a good start. Uh, Livy away, first competitive game back is always a hard place to go. First competitive game domestically. Obviously, getting the job done against Sparta to get us into Europe after Christmas as well. So. Easter Road as well, didn't play well but got the result, that kind of always stands teams in good stead when you don't play well but come away for a difficult place with the three points, so aye Happy days, um, right yeah. then that, on that note, it's, uh, is there a Rangers dafty, can you pick out a Rangers dafty from, from the weekend? Uh, nah, I'm just going to give the dafty to Griffiths Right, that, that, well that was Aye nice. Uh, was a, I thought it was a bit of a soft yellow to be fair the second one I thought was a, more of a yellow than the first one aye but John you're a Celtic fan oh shut up I am <laughs> <laughs> um, the Rangers daft rated then tough oh, I'm going to probably go with Ebo. oh really a lot of people giving Sakala man of the match there aye but again I didn't see the full match I'm just going with highlights yeah, yeah, yeah. oh do you know what nah see if he's big fucking smile I'm giving it to fashion Big fucking Aye. fashion and his big Aye. fucking smile Aye. gets the Rangers daft rated of the week. Fantastic. Let's look at some news, mate. Um, really, the last 24 hours have been very, very strange. So, Rangers, there's been this game in Leon's kind of sitting there. And then last night, they were, they've been trying to contact the council over there. And then last night, they were told... You're not going because they've got this festival light on. We've not got the policing arrangement. And then today it says Rangers have been left in an impossible situation because they've U-turned again, which is allowing fans to attend Thursday's game. But basically the team, I think, have cancelled their corporate flight 
Um, and basically, the Rangers come and say uncertainty, frustration. All the supporters, I'm guessing, after that news last night, have went and cancelled their fights. Aye. Raking in the bins, trying to get their plane tickets at the bins now. So, like, hey, what? It's, it's just me. I don't really, I don't understand it. I mean, obviously, right, <clears throat> initially when they're saying, right, this big festival thing and the Rangers game, how long have they known about this? Aye. Aye. So, to then do that and then a U-turn, and, oh, mate, it's an absolute mess. The game's a deed rubber anyway. Do you know what I mean? Well, so that, it's like, I mean, that's the big thing. At least it's a deed rubber in terms of, you know, what well, I mean, we'll get on, we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. But yeah, I mean, but if it had been something, you see, know. Say we didn't get, say it was like 2 1 against Sparta Prague, but we had to win by two clear goals, right? Say it was 2 1 and there's still something to play for. It's yeah. a total clusterfuck, a, a build up for us. Do you know what I mean? You're going, this is a disaster. Do you know what I mean? But Thank God we've got the position in Europe secured in Europa League because if you're getting in these circumstances, it would be horrendous. Yeah. Um, another bit of news. Uh, Dave King's come out, come out actually and uh, criticised the, the club's current hierarchy, uh, saying uh, having shown unbecoming behaviour oh, no. uh, by denying uh, Chris Sutton entry into Ibrox. I mean, that doesn't it doesn't sit well with me. The people getting turned away for you know, because everyone can be a critic. I know he's an ex-Celtic player, what have you, but turning people away. And I mean, that's Dave King coming out and saying the same. What do you make of it? Of this whole scenario, it's just getting tit for tat as well, isn't it? It's right. The whole certain thing, right? Aye, it's a bit of a weird situation, right? But. <clears throat> This doesn't really hit the mark with me either, Dave King. This is becoming a tit for tat hang because I know Dave King's allegiances are with the whole Club 1872 thing when he left and he was offering them the share, the chance to get his shares and all that. There's obviously there's a lot of I don't know what's going on behind the scenes with Club 1872. For the outside looking in, it yeah. looks like there's something all right there. I know Dave King left knowing the best circumstances with Douglas Park blah 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 I don't know what's going on there so do you think it's tit, tit for tat it's tit for tat with him coming down. away slack yeah. I, I think it's it's unbecoming of Dave King I think right I don't think he should be saying this I don't think he should be trying to shed any negative light on the hierarchy that's in charge of the new, that's fine doing that, but don't date in public. Yeah. I don't really agree with what Dave King, do you know what I'm trying to say? I don't yeah. really, I don't think it's, I think it's quite unbecoming of Dave King doing that, saying that in public and try to slag the people that are in charge of your club, the new, a club that he fought tooth and nail to get in the position we're in the new and to then be in public trying to slag the powers that be in charge of the club the new when we've just lost a manager and we've just got a new manager in. I think it's a bit poor for Dave King, to be honest. I mean, he recently obviously voted um, against the re-election of Graham Park <clears throat> uh, as a director. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I think that was based on his support for Club 1872. Aye. Um, come, you know, he's obviously still a shareholder at the club as well. Oh, aye, aye. You know, it's um, he's still he's, he's just kind of there in the background now, though, isn't he? He's just kind of aye, and I don't think 
I mean, I'll never slag Dave King because what no. he done is absolutely monumental for Rangers, but it doesn't sit right coming away, getting these two bobs worth in, he's like, that's a bit, it's a bit petty. Yeah. You know, going, like, I don't really, there's not that much noise coming for the powers that be against Dave King. I mean, they could easily come out and say something about him now and you go, you don't really need that. It's, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit silly. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's move on to Dave King. Um, reading reports today that uh, Joe Aribo set to reject a new deal at the club uh, amid interest from the English Premier League, which is fully expected. I mean, he's out of the contract summer 2023, so there's a lot of time left in his contract. But Brett Watford, Brentford, Crystal Palace, all, well, Crystal Palace has kind of been in the background quite a lot there. Uh, they're all kind of sniffing about him at the moment. Um, is this someone that Rangers can maybe make their first big return on? Did that first double figure return on? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think we'll get good money for Jory, but I think it was good business getting him up for Charlton. Uh, next to nothing, I think we paid for him, didn't we? I, I don't yeah. think we paid a lot of money for him, but if he can keep playing the way he's playing the now, we get into Champions League next season. The sky's the limit for him. He's a he's a class act, and if his contract isn't up until the summer of twenty twenty three, do you cash in the summer? Then do you cash in the summer? This summer coming? Yeah. Well, you, you you cash in if the price is right. Yeah. That's the kind of club we are now, and that that's the kind of business model I think the club's aspiring to become. So, if a right good bid comes in for him in the summer, I don't think we'd knock it back. No, because I think we need to, like I said weeks and weeks ago. <clears throat> we gambled getting past Malmo and getting into Champions League. It didn't work. We need to get in the Champions League this summer and we need to start doing at Celtic Day. We need to start making good money on our players. Is that, it is, it's going to be that first player that goes for double figures from Rangers because I mean, Celtic have obviously had a good few that have went out the door. I mean, do you think they maybe have learnt from the Morelos situation where they've not cashed in at the peak? And they've kind of held on there, and it's what we were discussing. You know, you've been mm-hmm. seven, eight million now for Morelos, maybe, um, maybe more than that. But do you think they've maybe went for that lesson? And if a decent bid comes in in the summer, they'll go right. It's time to. It's time. I think to- so. I. I think the club. I mean, like any other business, we've said it before. You can't keep putting in and not getting a return. Yeah. Know what I mean, so. The ideal situation for me is if we win the league this year, there's the high chance of automatic entry into the Champions League. If you then sell some of your assets, you've got Champions League money to fall back on. Yeah, Champions League money, sell a rebo for good money, maybe Kamara, maybe Kent. You don't know, just start selling some players to keep that business model going. Then you're going right, we're in a very, excuse me, we're in a very, very good position. Um, speaking of Europe there, Stephen, let's look at the, the next game, which is Leon this Thursday. As you said, it's a bit of a rubber match. What kind of team do you think Rangers will put out on Thursday? Matt, if it if it was me, my whole focus is on Sunday. So I would I would give Patterson a game. I would start Scott Wright, Patterson. I don't know, man. Do, do, you stick with, do you think he sticks to that team 
that played against Dundee for the Hearts game and then brings in Kent Davis back in, Scott Wright, um, who else didn't play on Saturday, just brings in a wholesale change and then keeps... Maybe I, maybe. I think so, I, because you don't want... Sunday is so... Sunday's massive. It's massive because after Sunday, you've got three consecutive home games in the league at Ibrox. So you're looking at that, going, right, get this one out of the way. You've been to Easter Road, you go to Tynecastle, get these next three home games at Ibrox one, and then you've got to put Audrey and Parkhead. So this Thursday for me is whatever. Don't just don't get pumped. But don't you know what I mean? Like don't don't worry about it, man. Don't really it's you change the goalie. Do you, do you, do you, or, I know maybe, I, maybe, maybe. So aye. I guess if you're looking at a team, maybe you've got McLaughlin, Patterson, there's nothing you can really do at centre-half at the moment, so you've got to kind of keep Goldson and Bassey in there, I'm guessing. Oh, you could play Leon King. Well, Leon King's not in the European squad, is he? No, I don't think he is. I don't think Jack Simpson's in the European squad either. No. no. Uh, Left-back, who'd you go there? It would have to be Barisic, because you need to play Bassey centre-half. You play Barisic, as, I guess, in midfield, then Lundstrom, Bakuna, Jack. Maybe I right front. Scott right. right. Roof, Scott uh, Roof comes in. I get some minutes for Roof because he's not had many minutes. Yeah, uh, and then Kent <sighs> comes back in as well. Maybe. Maybe I. So they just just do a, a full a wholesale change. I mean, obviously uh, defenses. Do you think something's going to look in January, Stephen? Like centre half. We need Becker under back. He's up. Main centre half, I think he makes he steadies a ship at the back, and then maybe bringing in somebody else in because I don't want you don't want to keep relying on Bassey all the time and Barrigan. I don't I don't know where Barrigan he's he's no spring chicken as he Barrigan, so you don't. It's like how long these guys take to come back from injury. So maybe I think obviously Gio's going to be looking at. He's probably got a lot of people in mind to know who he wants to bring in. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So. I'd be interested to see what happens, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, Bordeaux came off the back of a sorry, a Leon came off the back of a, a draw with Bordeaux two two there at the weekend. Um, they have went unbeaten in twelve games, um, Leon. So I mean, they're a, they're a good side. Right. They're, they're a good outfit. You know, we've seen that obviously in the first leg um, against them as well. Uh, but yeah, what you reckon for this one? Uh, he draw <sighs> win for Rangers. What are you thinking? You never know, man. We've got a good record there. I've had good results there. there. Pumped them 3 0 in the rain ground a few years. Well, a good while ago. Not me, remember that night. Yeah. Big Kuzan, McCulloch, Demarcus. Kuzan, Jesus. Aye. Uh, we beat them in France in that French tournament at the start of last season, the pre season tournament as well. So you don't know. Don't know. The hanging in there, we nothing, nothing to really play for. We could go and turn the America. You don't know. We could get an absolute pasting. Like I say, I don't really care. <laughs> well, if you don't care about that match, you'll certainly be caring about the match on Sunday. That is one of the worst fixtures to come back out of Europe onto is going to Tynecastle away mm-hmm. twelve o'clock on the Sunday as well. Um, uh, and I've got a show at two o'clock. I'm going to be like nervy eyes, honestly. Watching it backstage, then he's going to say, well, "I'll watch the first half in the house, and then I'll head into town." Uh, I'm really nervous about it. I'm really. I really want to get out of the way. I want to just win and get home and we've won. Do you think this is Gio's um, biggest test so far? This is, I'm, taking an all, I'm taking in the European games into account. Is mm-hmm. this the biggest test so far? Well, I think Sparta Prague was a massive test because as poor as they were, we were very, very poor like leading up to that game. And it was 
a lot riding on that in his head, I think, get out of that game that night, he knows the powers that Bill want to get, get stage, yeah. progress in fucking Europe, you know what I mean? But uh, domestically, well, he's been Easter Road as well, that's always a big test in it, so it is a big one, though, it is. I mean, Hearts are sitting third, didn't they? Yeah. They've gone well. They were unlucky at Celtic Park last yeah, week. Yeah, I <clears throat> Celtic getting their offside goal. Uh, Furuhashi doing his fucking usual dramatics, so they were unlucky, man, but it will be, it'll be a tough one. But it's yeah, never I mean, easy. Never easy, got to think, Castle. And you've got the added bonus as well, going right, we're kicking off before Celtic, more pressure on them again. And then, like I say, after that, we've got three consecutive home games in the league, so it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Tough one. Um, I mean, Boyce is back for Hearts as well, scoring there at the weekend as well. So uh, they have got a good squad, Hearts. You look at that squad and you go, you know, when you look at the options they have, Mackay, Stephen, Barry, Mackay. I'd argue, you know, a lot of people say Aberdeen. I'd say Hearts have got the best, the third best squad in the league. If you look Possibly, aye. playing great football as well. Big yeah. Suter's playing, he's looking great. I, I would... I'd have to have a wee eye on him for January, if I'm being oh, honest. Oh, he's out of contract to the end of the season. I know, so I would have a wee eye on him. Yeah. Uh, aye, they've got a good squad. But if you're going to win titles, man, you need to go to these places and win. So. That's right, that's right. So what's, what are you thinking for the weekend then? Do you Would you take a draw? I think we, we need to win. I think, I think we need, we need to, win. to win. Aye, I would go. I think we'll come away with it. Come away for their 2-1. 2-1 to Rangers there at the weekend. Look forward to it. Well, fingers crossed you can catch it while you're... Mm-hmm. Yeah, while you're in costume. Are you going to listen to it? 12-12-45. Uh, yeah. It'll be done by the time my show starts. So I will see you, mate. Well, so if you're going to the pavilion on Sunday for the matinee, <laughs> you, you better hope that Rangers have won because the ugly <laughs> sister's going to be fucking raging. <laughs> So that is it for Ranger staff this week. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, remember, if you want to be on it, all you have to do is sign up to patreon.com forward slash football daft. Uh, if you are a patron, you get to come on, be a guest pundit on the show. We did throw it out. It was very last minute. We're, we're juggling schedules at the moment on yes. staff. People are moving hussies. People are in panto. People are doing radio shows. We're getting there, we're getting there, so we're trying our best, we're trying our best over the Christmas period to keep the podcast coming out. So, Stephen, thank you very much for joining me this afternoon, really appreciate it. Um, Remember, you can still vote on our swanky moment uh, with El Dorado. What is it this week? I missed it, what is it? Have you missed it? Right, Stephen, I will give you the options of uh, what is happening this week on, uh, let's just have an update on the poll so far so um oh it, it's an interesting winner uh we had the lucky hearts fan i don't know if you saw that um there was a ball kicked uh, and basically this woman was walking along and i think it was richard tate hit a shot for st minute and it just missed this woman by a ball here and she just yeah. turned and went oh <laughs> uh, that's in last place uh, second last place uh, is Tony Watt's goal for Motherwell uh, good goal. It's good I goal. don't know if you heard but Chris Toe uh, t- uh, texted him after it and said what a goal big man Tony Watt texts back saying who's this 
So that's that showbiz. That's in third place. Um, Hearts beat Celtic. This didn't actually happen. You and Kit, we recorded two versions of the. Oh, aye, because they done because you recorded before the game and you found if it was a Hearts win, a Celtic win, a draw. I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. So Hearts beat Celtic has got thirty eight percent, even though it didn't happen. But winning at the moment. Bob and Grado's TikTok dance as nominated by the listeners. And if you want to see that dance, check out the Pavilion TikTok oh. channel right now. Or the video version of the podcast from last week, patreon.com forward slash. Do you know what Nicola texted me? Nicola, who is my wife, do you know what she texted me? What? When she seen that, she went... I want a divorce? No. She went, <laughs> well, wasn't it far off? She went, there's my husband. <laughs> well, at least it was like I've never been so turned on. Ah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so get on there, vote on uh, the Twitter uh, football daft pod. Get voting on your swanky moment. We will reveal what is the winner on Thursday show. I think it's looking at the moment. Chris is moving house, so I think it's going to be me, Stephen, and Grado. This the chances that's probably just going to be me and you. Aye, Grado's... But he is, he's fucking gone dark today and yesterday. He's gone dark, he's gone Aye. dark. Well, we'll hopefully have him, if not, we might... Uh, re- I really hope we've got him, man, because there's some funny stories. Yeah, I... I so, We've got a few whoppers, man. Fantastic. Uh, if not, we might bring in the... the, the Ewan Cameron. Ewan Cameron. So, uh, aye. So... Otherwise, the podcast will go out this Friday. So thanks for listening. Listen to Rangers Daft. Remember, subscribe, rate, review, football daft on Apple, whatever you get your podcast, all that jazz. And until next time, Stephen Purden. We are the people. Beautiful. Audio Frontier.